Don't be like this dude. Introspection and No Progress, 1995. Hello, radio listeners. It's time to get philosophical again, maybe for the last time. Times are changing around here in the old Houston town. Um, Curtains is closing the big theater where, you know, I had my first and last debut. Or my my one shot at big leagues, and I performed admirably in that respect. And I'm just trying to get all maudlin about that, and really I don't need to because uh, you know I'm not that kind of guy. Besides, there's nothing really maudlin to get. I mean, you know, five years is a long time for any damn theater. And it's turning on long enough for curtains, and that's not really why I'm here. I'm here because there's bigger things on my mind, you know, mortality and that kind of thing. I am edging toward. <laughs> no, not 30. 33, right? And I'm living in this little hobble behind my parents' house. Yeah, let's, let's cut through the crap and cut right to the chase. That's what I'm doing. I'm 33 years old, you know, but not so bad, you know. I have no sex life right now. I admit it. You know, I need one. God, I need one. But there's so many lame chicks out there, you know. I mean, I don't want to get... It's like I have this fear because I know what I have to deal with. You know, I don't want to up against, you know, one freaking time and then you gotta talk to her and then you gotta deal with all the other crap you probably don't want that chick because you, you know you, you, if you, she said okay well yeah we should just be friends and have sex you know but no one ever says that kind of thing and like like that happens to me all the time right all right whatever you know and that's not the point either my god you know in a way it's kind of like i step back and i think about all the people that have so much going on in their life they have this life they have this this wife this child this car this job you know whatever this house this mortgage, it makes it difficult for them to step back and look at life the way I can. It's a gift I have because I don't have these burdens that prevent me from stepping outside myself and looking at all the crap that's going on around here. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. And you wonder why no one talks to you? Well, no, just kidding. Uh, no, you're not just kidding. Now's the time. You've had a beer or two, and now the soul is bared before humanity and God, and all the animals and trees and plants. Whoa, man. <laughs> this is not the same Paul Bernhard that used to talk about meeting Paula at Case. No, this is a totally different Paul Bernhard. Nah, it's not. It's the same guy. It's just different stuff. The Aggies beat Rice. That's why I'm all bitter in modeling, because it was a close... They played him to the end. I mean, it was 17-10, to 10, I believe, in the final... And Rice uh, rallied and tried really hard, and they gave the most offense against the Aggies all year. And the Aggies are like number 14 or 12 in the polls or so. But that's neither here nor there. I saw a documentary on China. This guy, Clive Anderson, who rides trains through China. And it's like, geez, this fat lawyer's getting paid to do what I, I did. And his insights are no more insightful or witty or clever or interesting than mine were or are. So, so there you go. Uh, what's up, man?
I gotta go see my good buddy Bob, I guess, sometime. Probably not Thanksgiving, but probably December. Just because he uh, wants me to, because he's living with his pudgy Midwestern wife and his dog and his technical job, and he's bumming out about it. And I don't want to be smug and think, well, gee, I'm not doing that at least, but what am I doing? You know, it's easy for me to be smug and bitter. Ah, what's the point? Okay, and Bruce Keenan wants me to go to quit my job and sell snow cones this summer, and I might do it, because what the hell? I mean, the main thing is, as my good buddy Troy once said, and I think it's brilliant, make your life, if your life were a movie, make it as though no one would, make it as such, make it so as no one would walk out on it, you know, one of those prepositional phrases. And that's good advice, you know, whatever else the hell happens, you know, you look at this, at least, you know, if you're a weirdo, at least stuff could happen to you, I don't know. So anyway, I could wax philosophical or not for a long time. I'm in my tone, my late night tone, when I say things and pause like this and emphasize certain words and think about things as they're really important. But they're not. This might be the final episode. Yes, people, it is. I No, it won't be, because I'll keep doing this. This could be the final episode of the Bernie Tapes, 1985 to 1995. Ten years of introspection with no progress. All right. You know, now's the time you want to say, nah. All right. You're waiting for something, aren't you? You, the radio audience, that may someday be there. My God, you may be there. I was thinking about that. I should just write down stuff. No video. That's it. I'm ready for video. I have my damn camera. I never use it. I should just take some video of stuff, and maybe some of it will be important, meaningful. Maybe I'll be at an assassination of someone. I don't know. All right. That's it. Okay. You're waiting for something. You're not going to get it out of here. Thursday, 11, 24 p.m.